No, it's like it, we get like the spring like bipolar weather out here. Ah, uh, yes. And so it was like nice and warm, and then like on Easter, like it was like started off nice and warm, and like Noah and I were doing chalk drawings um, outside. And then, like, a cold front came in. And, like, that night, it was, like, 20-something degrees. Yeah. Apparently, it snowed in Nashville today. Yeah. like, that's weird. Is the world ending? Maybe. Mm. It's a whole other ice age (laughs) coming. (laughs) (laughs) Which is another great movie. (laughs) I was going to say. But we had Noah watch that movie, and he loves it. And now he goes up to Oliver, and he's like, where's the baby? There he is. (laughs) (laughs) And then we always go to Noah, and we're like, the last melon. And he just, like, starts cracking up. Yeah. I'm so proud of that kid. (laughs) Film interrupted. Welcome to Film Interrupted, a podcast for amateur film lovers by amateur film lovers. I'm Mel. And I'm Chloe. And today we are back sharing our top movie picks. And this week we've got Chloe with her ever fabulous and juicy picks. It's amazing. Tell us what it is, Chloe. It's it's Strictly Ballroom, aka one of the movies that never fails to put me in a good mood this is my one of my go yeah this is one of my go-to movies if i'm ever in like a funk or anything like that i put this on because i literally catch myself goofy smiling every time i watch this movie i love this movie so much i do too now yeah i wasn't see this is the one that i talked about last week and you thought it was a different movie <laughs> i definitely thought you, i thought yeah. something else entirely well we will the get way there you described it i was like whoa i mean listen back and it still applies because i mean (laughs) but this movie this okay so this movie like i don't know if if you didn't listen to my kind of um i don't know warning disclaimer (laughs) for last week's episode on last week's episode i kind of gave this gave this disclaimer about this movie saying that it is a really freaking weird movie and it is but in the best way possible because i i don't know i guess and it's an acquired taste maybe that would have been a better disclaimer because i think that definitely is but it kind of knowing who directed it mm-hmm. makes sense so i'll just go ahead and dive right in i don't think i have anything to clear up but um uh <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, strictly ballroom it's a movie this is a 1992 i think it's when it came out and it is let's see a 93 percent tomato meter and 87 no yeah 87 for the audience score um and this is directed by Boz Lorman and it's starring uh Paul uh, Mer- uh Mercano I think it's pa- that's how you pronounce his last name I'm not positive but Paul good old Paul and uh, <laughs> Tara Maurice um and the uh, synopsis is <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice throughout this entire podcast. I apologize. <laughs> I do not have the Rona. I'm just <laughs> losing my voice. <laughs> coronavirus. Um, coronavirus. Um, it synopsis, uh, a maverick dancer risks his career by performing an unusual routine and sets out to succeed with a new partner. Um, yeah. But this movie, it's... Uh, it's in a, I guess it, it's also, I was saying before we started recording, it's also kind of considered a foreign film for us U.S. listeners because this is an Australian film. It's set up in uh, 1984 is whenever the kind of setting of it um, is, which I guess if you pay attention to the costume and makeup throughout the entire film, it's a bit over the top. It's a little bit uh, bold and bright and everything that Boz loves in all of his films, but he has the uh, security blanket of setting this in the mid 80s to make it (laughs) make sense. So, Um, but yeah, so this is it starts off with uh, we're at the uh, South District's uh, Warriton Ballroom Championship 
it, it kind of does like this interview style thing where you kind of see the dancers dancing and you see, okay, this is going to be, ob- this is obviously a dance film considering its name. You have Doug and Shirley Hastings, which is our main character, Scott's parents. And they're very upset because <laughs> they're talking about Scott's decision to uh, perform non-Federation approved dances during the uh during uh the samba whenever they're um him and his partner liz are performing at the uh warriton ballroom championship so and um so they're freaking out about it because it's like right in front of they're doing it he's he's doing it in front of the federation president um barry fife who's essentially like australian donald trump (laughs) oh no (laughs) <laughs> one hundo is he's yeah he's australian don't australian donald trump which is hilarious like he very similar features but anyways um so yeah his mom's we see his mom's like very dramatic and everything and yeah so scott performs some non-approved dance moves and he's just like twirling and twirling and uh he refuses to conform seeing that i have a fair history with um Baz's films mm-hmm. I like I remember Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet and I didn't realize that he also did Australia mm-hmm. but the opening itself was like I feel like it's it, that's is that not how Moulin Rouge started I'm like 80 percent sure with the curtain yeah the red curtain mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool but um yeah right off the bat you can tell it's like very like bang in your face, which is his typical thing. But that's why I think like this one's a little bit more mellow because you can tell it's like more so hidden in the time yeah. of where it's taking place. So it's mm-hmm. like that kind of costume in the 80s or 90s is like yeah. uh, the normal. makeup, <laughs> the oh hair, the, the hair makeup. was like fully sticking up on the girls. <laughs> it was like there's something about Mary with her hair sticking like straight yeah. up, but like that was the style. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh it was great. It I was know. great. Yeah. I, I, the first time I watched this movie was it was a long time ago. I don't even remember. I I think I was probably in middle school whenever I fell in love with this movie, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I was watching it because it was on um, like. TBS or something like that like one of those movie like one of those movie channels Mm -hmm. and um they were having like a dance movie marathon type of thing and so I being obsessed with Dirty Dancing this was the one that was following Dirty Dancing Mm -hmm. so I watched it and I loved every second of it even though it was really weird but I consider myself a pretty weird person so yeah, I love this movie. Um, and so then we, you kind of see that he's just not going to conform to it. And they're very distressed. Um, his mom and their friend, uh, Les, they kind of run this dance studio. And um, you get to see our other lead character at the beginning of her journey, Fran. Fran. I love Fran. She's so sweet. <laughs> I, she's just so adorable i her big old glasses her goofy like beautiful smile i love her um i also love when uh his mom was like oh like i gotta get you more of that apricot scrub fran and (laughs) meanwhile i'm like dying inside because like all of us at one point may i mean at least speaking for myself i should say have used apricot scrub even though we know i know now as an adult that it's very bad for your skin but i I just thought it was you didn't know apricot scrub was like saint ives like apricot scrub no (gasps) oh my god (laughs) oh my god i'm horrified horrified um no but it yeah it's no it's very bad for your skin (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's too it's very it's like abrasive and it's too it's very rough on your skin and it it. leaves like micro tears on your skin and like it's gonna actually promote aging versus uh, minimize it um so anywho (laughs) poor fran but it ends up working for her because like spoiler uh within three weeks her skin is beautifully and miraculously cleared because saint ives miracle working yeah (laughs) 
the glow up of all glow ups. I mean, she does not look all that cute, even though her personality makes up for it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we see uh, Liz, his partner, Scott's partner, uh, a little dramatic, a tiny bit over the top. And she basically ends her partnership with Scott. Um, just throws this huge tantrum and just was like, I'm done. Um, and all Scott wants to do is dance his own steps. And everyone is like, no, he can't do it. And so he, poor Scott, he just wants to do his own thing. And then we have poor Fran. She's like literally getting pushed around and knocked over <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah, so then she... Uh, although I love the part when Liz is like wishing that Pam Short, she's like, I wish yeah. Pam Short breaks. She's like, I want, it was like, what do you want, Liz? And I want Pam Short to break both of her legs and for Ken to come in and say, I want to dance with you. And then it just like happens. <laughs> to her screaming in the car. In the car accident. <laughs> that was really funny. And the little sister didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Oh, side note, the oh, yeah. little commentary between the kids in this oh, film is incredible. Love. Yeah. During, so like, f- like I mean, moving way forward during the audition sequence, yes. whenever she's making her comments, she's like, a little musicality, please. It's <laughs> yes. like, spirit animal, maybe? <laughs> she's great. And then we see uh, Scott's, uh, a little bit more about Scott's dad, Doug, a.k.a. the best dad ever. I love Doug. <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, Doug, exclamation point, Doug! exclamation point, the legend. <laughs> dad is like a pushover extraordinaire but ultra supportive dad for the win i love him um so uh so everybody leaves um the mom has like a meltdown one of many and uh scott has this big dance solo sequence which is pretty cool um very boz esque dance sequence there's a lot of spotlight treatment we get during this movie but i'm not mad at it um but his little dance solo sequence is interrupted by fran and she kind of uh is like creepily watching from behind a door until he sees her in the mirror and then um like kind of freaks him out but um yeah so she tells him that he wants to be his new dance partner and she wants to uh, dance at the uh, Pan Pacific's championship, uh, the Grand Prix, um, and she wants to dance his steps. And uh, she gives him some good advice, and she tells him that he's overdoing it, which was true. <clears throat> but she said that she understands how he feels. Like she, uh, she gets how much like he his like his love for dance, you know, not for these like regulated steps before dance because she also makes up her own dance moves and stuff at home but uh (laughs) i love franny fran goes off on him and you know that she's pissed because she slips into spanish and she (laughs) she calls him a a a gutless wonder which i love (laughs) and then she like goes off on him in spanish and was just fantastic and he was a little shook but um so cute Yes, but then they it kind of leads into them. She convinces him to kind of give her a chance, and they start dancing the rumba. And this leads into this really, this whole thing of uh, Scott helping Fran dance. And they come up with this awesome routine using their combined steps, and they kind of establish this awesome friendship and quality chemistry <laughs> this is all within three weeks because they have three weeks left um until he it's for him to find a new dance partner uh, and then fran at some point gets a little makeover she has her skin clears and fran's adorable she's getting makeovers by his mom that's like crazy over the top but she's so cute and it works but yeah so we get this basically we just get this kind of montage dance sequence of auditions that he gets with all these different very mediocre partners um especially in comparison to fran which we see her kind of their improvement as they improve as she improves and their chemistry kind of grows that's where we get the amazing commentary by <laughs> his sister which was uh just top-notch great 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 writing and then it kind of leads into here, which is uh, coming into leads up to uh, Fran and Scott sneaking up to the roof to practice, mm. which is like my 
third favorite scene in the entire movie, which crazy. is, it's so good. And it's the um, time after time mm-hmm. in front of the giant Coca-Cola sign <laughs> <laughs> while the dad is dancing downstairs, like solo dancing downstairs with spotlight on dad. So good. But I, yeah, I love this scene so much. Just the way it's shot, the feels you get, the set is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it that just the, I mean, it looks it's supposed to look shabby and run down, and it's just everything about it. I love all of it. So um, you can see like throughout this sequence, you can kind of see Scott and Fran their the kind of passion for dance, and yeah, their whole rehearsing on the rooftop sequence is amazing. All of that, so good. I know that I for sure was like the first moment that I saw Scott, I was like, how do I find me a Scott Hayden? <laughs> Which is interesting because then I looked up the actor and what it looks like now. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah, not little, quite the same. But he does remind me of KJ Appa. That's just a little, oh, little interesting. Thing. Well, when they eventually remake this movie, since they remake everything else, maybe he'll be oh, maybe. Scott. He's, he's a Kiwi, so it's not too yeah. far off, so. I could be into that. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just love that whole scene. I love that whole sequence. It makes me very happy. It's one of like the many goofy smiles that I can't control when I watch this movie. So then we have um, mom panicking because he still doesn't have a dance partner. And she's uh, very uh, (laughs) like um, emotionally abusive to uh, poor Doug. Like she's not very nice to poor Doug. Kills me. Yeah, poor man. He's like poor, the poor cutest, man. cutest human, and she's always like, "Shut up, dog." <laughs> In you, Australian, I know. Because <laughs> like we could try to attempt Australian we accents, could, but, but you don't do want you it. Want that? You I don't, don't want it. I don't want for that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want like. I don't even know. We don't have any Australian listeners. And if we try, we will never have any Australian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I feel like every time I try to do an Australian accent, it goes British. And then anytime I try to do British, it goes Australian. So. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> I can barely speak. I'm a stuttering Stanley. I can barely like <laughs> speak regular like American English, like bad English. <laughs> bad, English. <laughs> bad English, improper English. So anyways, this whole like rooftop practice sequence goes for a while. So they're kind of downstairs and they kind of they're at the end of the practicing. And Scott tells Fran that she's ready and he wants her to uh, try out in front of Les, the, um, the dance director, the following day. And so and then we pan out and we see Doug dancing on the roof. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love this movie so much. <laughs> they like switch places. And that's how we end, end our little dance sequence with Doug, like on the rooftop, like swinging head. around the little pole that's right in front of the Coca-Cola sign. And it's it's amazing. All the laundry up there. Scott is walking Fran home and she uh, tells him what she yelled out at him. <laughs> She translates it, and it's essentially what it translates to is uh, to live with fear is a half uh, is a life half lived. Scott kind of he's he's uh, sensing that Fran is catching the feels, and so he kind of puts he puts her <laughs> in the stop that. yeah. He's like, okay, <laughs> Fran, let's talk, and he basically puts her in the friend zone and he's like you know we're dancing the rumba and we're supposed to act like you're in love but it's just pretend and then Fran's like of course I was just uh, okay bye (laughs) poor thing so Fran gets caught sneaking inside and she kind of gets in trouble by her dad but uh we kind of get this cut scene to uh Barry Fife he's telling Les that he wants Tina Spackle I did it. I did it only because I love every time they said her name. They say her name, yes. Tina Tina Spackle. (laughs) Anyways, he they want her to be uh, Scott's new partner, and um, because her partner is retiring. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I thought it was funny because like when you see. When you find out later why what he's retiring for, it's because he needs to promote his new gardening business, and it yes. just made me, makes me laugh. 
<laughs> and they showed him and he's like a wee yeah, guy. And he's like, like 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, this is Barry Fife's way of keeping Scott in line with the uh, Federation's regu- dance regulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then it's Fran, shows Fran sneaking off to the state championship to see Scott so she can do her audition. And they can kind of announce that they're going to be partners, that Scott's picked her, picked his partner. And we also see a little bit of Ken, who is Liz's new dance partner, <laughs> very drunk. Oh, my God. My he can God. barely keep his head up while it's they're like, doing their bullshit, turns. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> I understand you. <laughs> he barely had a sip. Come on. That thermos has does not have anything suspect in it. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, so Fran shows up and we get a classic case of the mix-up scene here. So she shows up and Scott's family and they think that his new partner is Tina Sparkle when in rea- Spackle, which in reality it's Fran. A classic miscommunication for a little bit and for a while poor poor Fran thinks that their their genuine like over the top excitement is about her, which is really sad. And then she was funny because like Shirley, the mom was like, you've been using that buff puff. And I was like, what is a buff puff? Because <laughs> you get like a, a couple of things like that. And I'm like, nah, what it, what are these? Like, are these like Australian like slangs? Like, I don't understand, you know? No um, yeah, a buff puff. But it turns out a buff puff is just, it's a facial sponge. It's like a sponge that you use with the cleanser. I looked it up because I was like, what's a buff puff? So I didn't know if there was anything like i don't know it doesn't sound like what it is i'm just gonna say (laughs) i'm just gonna say i'm like this movie yeah this movie is rated pg so i knew it couldn't be anything that bad but you never know but anyways so they find out that fran the truth that it's really tina sparkle and fran runs off behind the curtain and scott goes chasing after her leading into my actual favorite scene of the entire movie which was Scott and Fran's yes. dance behind the curtain with like oh, everybody watching. Beautiful. It's such a good scene. I, I don't know. I love that scene so much. I can watch it so many times. And it, I remember whenever I told you about this movie and I was kind of giving you like a quick uh, brief of what to expect. One of the things that I said to you is, uh, yeah, this movie is kind of odd and it's a little different. It's a little over the top. But one thing that kind of keeps this movie going, um, if you can kind of get into the comedy of it, but also the chemistry of the two leads. And you kind of really see it whenever you have this like dance number, because although considering how these two started off where he didn't even notice Fran, like whenever she first, he first sees Fran whenever he's doing his like solo dance number, he asks her, he asks her like how long have you been here and she's like two years because she he that but that she's like just not noticed like nobody really notices Fran and it's really sad but then you kind of see that they have this like really kind of undeniable chemistry and it works really well and you see that during this dance sequence but I mean and it, it of course it ends whenever Fran kind of she notices that the small crowd that they've gathered um that has gathered to watch them and she you know gets a little bit you know uh, very understandably self-conscious and kind of falls trips mm-hmm. yeah favorite scene favorite scene of the entire movie beautiful it's kind of I unexpected it. too it was nice it was like i think that was one of my favorite things about this film is that it they did a lot of speaking through the dance scenes mm-hmm. and the dance numbers and oh yeah it like reminded me of something like I really haven't seen much of that like I don't think I don't I didn't get that sense quite as much from Dirty Dancing um, mm-hmm. whereas in like musicals you get that with songs and this it was like fully like the dance numbers I yeah think. at least the dance numbers but you also that. you also saw it in their like eye contact you oh, know what sure. I mean and 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 also too kind of bouncing off of what you're saying is like you you kind of you don't need the words you just need like to see their actions and like the and for them their actions is their dance to know what they're the message that they're trying to get across because like whenever scott find catches up to fran before they start dancing behind the curtain uh she tells scott like 
him and Tina will be great together and that he should dance with her and how beautiful she is and that she could never do what Tina does. And Scott literally, like, no words are said. Like you said, no words are said. Scott literally looks over Fran's shoulder, looks at Tina dancing, and then he just looks at Fran, and without saying anything, he pulls her into dance. And it's basically his kind of way of reminding her that, you know, she how good they are together, you know, and how how beautiful Fran really is, how beautiful of a dancer she really is, and that they have this thing that him and Tina won't have because Tina, if he dances with Tina, he won't truly be himself because right. he's going to be dancing these, like, Federation steps, but the dance that him and Fran are dancing behind the curtain, like, you can even hear, like, little commentary stuff, like, whispers where people are like, oh, I've never seen anything like it, you know, <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. while they're dancing because it's not Federation. It's a dance that him and Fran came up with together. Like, it's not a dance they invented, but it's the moves, the routine. It's what they did together. It's their dance. So, yeah, yeah. didn't need that. words. He just needed to show her essentially and then uh unfortunately her and scott are separated (laughs) and poor fran is bullied into going home um Mm -hmm. by his mom and liz and the deb deborah i think is her name debbie i'm not sure um anyways and then scott is uh they attempt to bully scott into um doing federation steps with tina and uh, Scott confronts his family and he refuses Tina and he chases after Fran again. Yeah, it's good. And like Barry Fife, uh, during his little chase, he uh, or going while he's going to get Fran, uh, Barry Fife corners his friend Wayne and he's kind of um, planting this kind of seed of doubt into poor Wayne. Uh, Scott crashes Fran's party and he tells her that he wants to dance with her. And he doesn't care about winning and just dancing their steps is what the only thing that he care about, he cares about. And, uh, but unfortunately they're caught by her dad (laughs) and he's not happy to see Scott. The grandma comes in and she asks if he dances the Paso Doble and he does. And so they do a little, some Paso Doble steps in front of her family and friends at the party and everyone's like laughing at him (laughs) and so grandma and dad uh show him how it's done (laughs) and that was a great scene oh yes so good this whole thing was incredible oh my god and i love how much it it changed like scott was like what yeah washing the feet and everything it was like the classic zoom into face like eyes dilating people's dilating like (laughs) the epiphany moment of the scene of the movie yeah great and then we get a first glance at that amazing gold crop jacket oh I want it. I need it. It's so good. It's It's so good. Um, Yeah. So basically, Scott is, uh, well, (laughs) it's funny because, like, Scott's, he's, he's, he is the basic, like, white boy boyfriend that is, like, easily accepted. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's, like, also very, like, cautiously approached, but easily accepted at, like, every Latino party ever because, uh, but he has, like, way more rhythm than other white boy boyfriends hashtag sorry jimmy um (laughs) yeah so he he gets home and he gets in a fight with his mom and he's like i'm not dancing with tina i'm dancing with fran and he confronts his mom and she's like he's like why are you always mean to dad like why are you why are you always putting him down and he tells her that he doesn't care about winning the competition and she slaps him and everybody's it's just yeah this, this whole dramatic scene but um speaking of dramatic liz comes back <laughs> to the dance studio and her amazing uh she has a way of like like cutting into the next scene you know what yes. i mean with that amazing <laughs> screaming entrance <laughs> Oh I won't do it over the mic because it would be too much, but she just, the screams, fantastic. Uh, but Ken drops her for Tina Sparkle. So, so yeah, that's unfortunate. So basically she's, uh, needs a dance partner. So 
what did you know? And and nobody's really approving of Scott and Fran except for um I mean Doug secretly, even though he's not really saying anything, but grandma and Fran's dad, they're the only ones that are kind of really supporting them. So we get kind of scenes of them dancing and practicing instead of at the studio, since they're no longer really, you know, being supported there. They're dancing and practicing at Fran's house. And um, her dad is, it's, we had this like really short scene and I really love this a lot because their home is on a like railroad Mm -hmm. station. It's, it's right on the, like there's a railroad directly next to their house. And um, they have this scene where the grandma's helping make her costume and she's telling you know Fran that like oh when your mom was dancing when your mom was on stage like you she just lit up the entire stage nobody could look away from your mom and she was like yeah but she was beautiful and she was telling her but yeah you could be too but it's not it it, it it's what essentially what's kind of what comes with from within you know you know that's what um makes you beautiful and whenever she dances she looks like her she reminds them of her mom because like that's she's very beautiful and elegant like her mom was and then we also see like scott and the dad practicing which i thought was really cute (laughs) i love that and they're just like doing they're like doing the pasta doble like circling each other like Mm -hmm. those steps so yeah so and then we have like barry fife he's panicking about the idea about new steps being brought into the federation and um how he's basically basically plotting to tell Scott the finger quote truth before we get have the sad point in the movie we kind of have a high point whenever Fran and Scott are walking and he oh so humbly (laughs) tells Fran that he made a mistake whenever he told her about the rumba being about pretend and he kisses her without any hesitation and it was very very cute I love that. I thought it was so cute. She's so happy. Back into play. Oh, the, the pretend. Um, yeah, when he said that, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh boy, total <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna serve you up some humble pie. Here you go. <laughs> Take a nice slice. Um, yeah, he he definitely takes it in stride and he kisses her. So and obviously Fran's not going to object because she's, been I mean, in <laughs> been in love with him for like two years now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he he basically is like, oh, he has to go help Wayne with the the, the Bogo Pogo, which is a dance. Bogo, bo- yeah, whatever that, that thing the, is. Yeah, the, the, like I think Bogo, Bogo Pogo. I don't know. But he has to go help him with it. Um, so he goes and really it's just a setup. Um, he's not meeting Wayne it's he's meeting Barry Fife and Barry Fife tells him the the, quote truth about his dad and how it was his dad was like the best dancer ever until he started throwing in his own steps which is you know sounds familiar Um, (laughs) he did the uh, competition he did the dance competition doing his own steps and he ruined his his and his mom's uh dance career that he kind of went crazy but after having scott it was gave him like a reason to live and um he he made a vow that one day uh scott was gonna win the championship that he could never win so basically he kind of guilt scott into um kind of trying to win this competition the right way uh for his dad so um but but part of that is we see a flashback which is like amazing because it's like this flashback we get of them and the hair and the makeup to make them look younger with that bright heavy like severe lighting (laughs) is so good like i'm like i was cracking up watching that like whenever (laughs) every time i see that scene i just laugh because it's so ridiculous and over the top like so harsh like they have like the severe black wigs and then like the pale makeup and even the mom just like the whitest makeup and stuff um yeah hilarious but he kind of scott goes down to the dad's basement locker like in his like little memento locker and he kind of confirms that his dad used to dance which he had no idea which is surprising because his dad is like 
I guess always he's dancing. dancing. He's always <laughs> dancing. Yeah. But he, I guess he's dancing in secret. So yeah. they're both like kind of, they were during that whole like rooftop sequence, they were kind of hiding it from each other. So, but yeah, so then we automatically go to Scott and Liz dancing at the Pan Pacific because he drops poor Fran who deserves so much better <laughs> justice for Fran. Um, so, but Fran is there. She's dancing the beginners and uh, like, we kind of get this thing where Scott sees her dancing while they're kind of, or Liz, I guess, is kind of sneering at her, saying mm-hmm. that she's back in beginners where she belongs. And it's, um, but dad and grandma are there supporting Fran. So that was really cute. Uh, but one of my favorite parts is when they're talking about it and Scott, they're like saying, oh, Scott and Liz, you guys are amazing. And then you just see Doug with his camera coming in between Scott and like the mom <laughs> recording Fran on the beginners thing. And I love Doug. I freaking, I just can't even begin to <laughs> talk about how much I love Doug. He's so good. And what and but he knows how special she is and Mm -hmm. like she's worth watching even if she's like in the beginners and Mm -hmm. like you know, but so we get that and we see that how he tries to tell Scott multiple times like the real truth. But Scott is in kind of a panic to talk to Fran. And so he's essentially chasing Scott everywhere while Scott is trying to chase down Fran, trying to get her while um after her set ends and uh he tries to apologize to fran but she is like completely devo and like not having it and kind of goes off on him a little bit but totally understandable but the dad finally stops scott and surprises him by putting his foot down (laughs) and saying no you need to listen to me and he tells Scott the real truth, which is that he actually never danced at the Grand Prix. And Barry Fife, surprisingly, was the uh, mastermind villain behind the entire thing. And he surprise, convinced, surprise. surprise, surprise, Australian Donald Trump. How dare you? <laughs> he strikes again. He strikes again. It's the toupee. <laughs> it's the toupee. I was waiting to mention it. it's the source of evil um (laughs) (laughs) that's why barry's hair is so big it's full of secrets um yeah uh but barry he convinced uh shirley his mom to dance with les instead of doug and the mom confirms it by saying that they couldn't risk losing and doug is like yelling while Scott's being dragged onto the platform and he's telling him that like dancing is what really matters and that they shouldn't have let they shouldn't have lived in fear which is like hashtag Fran 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 because that's exactly what Fran has been telling him since the very beginning um even though he didn't understand it the first time she said it yeah uh because <laughs> it was in space literally it's like because yeah because <laughs> it was in spanish so he didn't get it but anyways um wayne overhears barry telling ken and tina that he even though ken's like drunk again <laughs> he uh he set up the whole competition for them to win and it's kind of his way of sticking it to scott and being like you shouldn't have tried to cross me because even though like we went through all this trouble to kind of put you in line, we're only doing that to make sure that like nobody gets any ideas about, you know, dancing non-federation. So so then um, Scott abandons Liz and he chases after Fran one last time <laughs> and he catches her and her family before they left. And g- grandma coming in clutch brought the wardrobe. <laughs> She's so cute. She's like, I brought this just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls out the dress. Um, So then what Wayne tells uh, Les about what he overheard Barry saying about it being fixed. And then Les confronts Barry. And we found out that Barry told Les that Doug wanted him to dance with Shirley, Mm -hmm. which was a lie. So, you know, Les unknowingly betrayed Doug um, however many years ago. And so Barry thinking he win, he won the entire time, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, it's never going to change, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Scott and Fran make their epic entrance with a knee slide with that amazing gold crop jacket. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
yeah so anyways they they make their big entrance and you know um <laughs> i love the whirling noises whenever they make a spin <laughs> you hear that like whoosh sound every time they, i don't think i noticed they spin. it <laughs> <laughs> go back and rewatch it for the butt and the whirls. For the butt and the whirls. <laughs> no, I'm not joking because every time that they would do a spin, like he would spin or she would spin or whatever, you hear you hear. A, oh my god! It was so funny. It's great. It just adds to the dra- to the drama of it all. But yeah, Love re- rewatch it. It's great. Um, <laughs> so uh, Barry's basically trying to stop Scott and Fran and. Um, all the friends and family are doing their best to kind of keep him away as long as possible. But then, um, I don't know, his first lady, I don't know, <laughs> she, um, <laughs> she unplugs the sound system and, um, he kind of, oh, and that's where we see the toupee. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Amazing. He's so good. Just um, folds over. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> flops over. Oh, that's <laughs> Then um, he gets on the mic and he's like, Scott and Fran or Scott and Scott Hastings and partner, you're disqualified. And so as they start to walk off and bow, Dougie Doug, he starts the most amazingly timed slow clap in like cinema history. It just comes in and does a slow clap. And to be honest, every like when I watched this movie and i don't know one of the first few times i watched it i don't know if it was my exact thought whenever the first time i watched it but whenever i first started watching this movie i thought it was going to be the dad fran's dad that was going to do like the clapping I thought so too. and you see it's doug which makes it so much better the legend, <laughs> the legend that is doug yeah he comes in with the slow clap epically timed and so then everybody dad and grandma you know brother like the sister and the friend like they all start all the crowd they start joining in yeah scott and fran they start dancing everything that they learned from fran's family like and they start to continue their routine flawlessly and um you kind of see a little bit in his mom's eyes that she's kind of finally seeing how wrong she was and um <laughs> and then we see like doug crying and it has me like dry- drowning in tears because he's like clapping and crying and i'm like this man like somebody make a statue for doug if there's yeah. if i go to australia and there's not a statue of doug hastings somewhere <laughs> in that country i'm going to be very upset and so um liz of all people helps plug the music back in because the power of dance i don't know she she has like a that's her that's her character arc so she plugs the music back in and they finish their routine and it's beautiful and um another very sweet small but sweet scene that we see is doug and shirley dancing again for the first time in years it's so cute and then the happiest of endings everyone gets on the dance floor and everyone's dancing and can we please get together and take dance lessons like ballroom lessons <laughs> because oh, no this idea. movie is so good every it time i watch this movie i'm like i want to learn the rumpa yeah i literally when it ended the credits were rolling and i was like <laughs> well when quarantine's over <laughs> oh, yeah. dude i've been wanting to try to learn like any kind of ballroom dance for a really long time yeah the issue is i never have a partner (laughs) no you you can be my life (laughs) i'll be your fran i definitely don't have as nice of a butt as scott hayes oh no so i I meant whenever like fran and the girl were partners the beginning of the movie because they didn't have partners that that. makes more sense (laughs) how dare i think i could be scott (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> neither of us could be scottless to be honest <laughs> one day yeah. um yeah so that was the movie incredible beautiful slow clap slow clap <laughs> slow clap for strictly ballroom oh my god anything anytime i refer to a slow clap in any future episode i'm gonna be like doug hastings yo that's all <laughs> i'll be able to picture at this point actually have you ever seen the movie not another teen movie i haven't oh my god okay so the okay the movie is ridiculous but in in not another teen movie you get um the uh they're making fun of all like the teen movies like she's all that and um like how to lose a guy or not how to lose a guy in 10 days uh 10 things i hate about you and all those like 
classic teen movies. And so anyways, <laughs> they have like the best friend who's like, he's, they're making fun of like pretty in pink with his character, but he, uh, not him. Um, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. There's another character who's the slow clap guy. <laughs> and cause like in all these teen movies, you have a slow clap. And so <laughs> he's the slow clap guy. And so in, throughout the entire movie, there's parts where it's just, you don't need a slow clap and you just slow clap guy would come in and they'd be like, <laughs> no, no, that's not it. That's not the time. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry. And he'll like, sit down. <laughs> and then you have like the epic scene where the guy, he chases the girl in the airport because they're doing all oh, the yeah, cliche yeah. things and they profess their love for each other and blah, blah, blah. And um, this little clap guy is in the airport and he's like, this is it. This is my moment. And then he opens his hands to do his slow clap. And the best friend who like got just is like walking up and he's all beat up and he just shows up and he starts slow clapping and he beats him to it. <laughs> and he like and he like tackles him and he's like, you son of a bitch. And like, it's so ridiculous. The whole movie is absolutely absurd. But sounds great. I, <laughs> every time I think of uh slow claps too i think of that movie like slow clap guy yeah because he's like this is it this is my moment and then somebody beats him to it and he's very upset (laughs) yeah that movie is that movie is great um christina and i used to quote that movie all the time because it's just one of those movies that's absolutely ridiculous okay so i'll go ahead and dive into the fun facts so we can wrap this doodad up Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, Boz's directorial debut. This is his first movie. Oh, his first first? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. So good, right? That, wow. To have something so good as your first one, too. Like, I no know. No wonder, like, the standards are just so high for him. <laughs> That's, like, his what's it called his starting point is like yeah oh, oh yeah you set that, that bar well it, and it's funny too because it's it, even though it was like it's not as well received as his like other like big movies yeah <laughs> it is weird um because like whenever you, people talk about like boss movies this is nobody ever mentions this one right so um i'll never let that go now (laughs) i've changed your life you Um, really have uh but you can stream it on netflix so you can yeah oh i didn't know it was on netflix i'm pretty sure it's still on netflix it better be still on netflix i just didn't even bother checking i knew yeah yeah (laughs) perfect um and so yeah so it's his uh, directorial debut which i thought was really cool another thing that's really cool is that the first scene that was filmed in this movie was actually the big finale at the dance competition that was the first scene that they filmed and uh that they filmed that at a real dance competition um during the hour lunch break (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so they only had an hour to shoot yeah wow isn't that crazy that's wild so good though yeah and then uh fun fact number two uh fran's house was a set that they built on an actual existing uh railway station and um the most the most expensive shot in the entire film was uh they had to pay a train to um pass through the house twice or pass by the house twice so that ended up being the most expensive um scene (laughs) (laughs) was whenever in the whole movie yeah and that's whenever like fran it was like one of the little montage things where fran and uh scott are like practicing and you see like a train passing by in the background it's something that's so small and it ended up being like and a lot of times you probably won't even notice the train passing in the background and that ended up being yeah (laughs) it's pretty cool i love that right um oh going back to what we were talking about earlier uh this actually this movie is the first part of the red curtain trilogy which is the uh, uh yes. yeah and that which includes Romeo and Juliet and Moulin Rouge so makes sense now yeah this is the first of them but it's the only one out of the out of the trilogy that didn't receive an Oscar nomination <gasps> yeah it was nominated for a golden globe but it did not receive an Oscar nom so Whoa. we're sad yeah wow <laughs> that's so surprising to me 
Yeah. And then um, this movie did get a 15 minute standing ovation, though, at the Cannes Film Festival. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's dope. Isn't that cool? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Did it premiere at the, at the I, Cannes Film Festival? I don't know if it did, but I know that. But I, all I know is that it it may have. Well, probably not. I mean, it, but it, it um when it did premiere there though when it did show they did debut it there they um uh yeah 15 minute standing ovation yeah for his first (gasps) yeah yeah cry that's wild i would cry yeah um and then uh, another fun fact is paul uh our, our scott hastings he actually danced that final dance sequence with a sprained ankle no way yeah oh my god what a baller right it's so cool and it's funny because i've never actually broken any bones or sprained anything like that um Mm -hmm. except maybe my thumb i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but like i've never actually (laughs) i've never had any anything like that actually happen but um i from what i've heard a lot of people say that like sprained ankles actually hurt more than like breaking your ankle oh god they are the worst (laughs) i don't know if that's true but I've heard yeah. that from actually more than one person. Um, and I think it's just because it's like, I don't know, maybe it's because of the amount of bruising that you have. I yeah, don't know. And it gets like swollen. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't broken anything, but I've sprained my ankle a few times and it's. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if you think about that, it's like any other scene, any other dance sequence scene that he did in that movie, I feel like would have been better than the final one because the amount of stamping that he does with his feet You're right oh in the dance sequence and spinning like and twirling crying. and sliding like he does so much in that scene that i'm like I, I couldn't imagine doing that with a sprained ankle and not showing it and still like like giving off this crazy chemistry with your um yeah. you know partner it's crazy i don't know acting <laughs> Yeah, it's super the theater. <laughs> theater. Doug Hastings applause for him for that because that yes, was so that was great. Um, yeah, and then oh, speaking of while I'm on him, I'll read the one about him that yes, he was a pro dancer. He's a professional dancer, um, but he actually did ballet. Oh. Um, yeah, he was a dance solar. So he uh, had to do like an intensive boot camp for about six weeks to learn the choreograph, uh, the, chore- the choreography for it. And um, yeah. And then he also apparently almost didn't get the role for uh, Scott Hastings because he was a whole decade older than what his character was supposed to be. Um, he, he was, yeah, he was 28 and apparently Scott Hastings was supposed to be 18. Oh, he does not look 28. <laughs> no, but he doesn't look 18. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, no. Man. I I didn't know how old Scott was supposed to be. Uh, so this was news to me. So, but I always had assumed that he was like 22 or something like that. Yeah. You know, like Same. like low 20s. Right. Like old enough to drink in America, but like not like old enough to like you know rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's so. how we gauge things in America. Yeah, <laughs> not truly, <laughs> truly is. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. Also, I actually didn't write this down, but I do remember reading it, and that is that Tara um, uh, Maurice, the um, woman that, that plays Fran, mm-hmm. she apparently almost didn't get the role of Fran because she wasn't a professional dancer. Um, oh. Yeah, they didn't really want her. But I, I feel like that, like, if, you, if you're... That helps it. Yeah, I feel like if you're a good dancer, then like just naturally a good dancer and you're, you know, good at you're going to be good at learning it. I feel like that gives well to the character of Fran because she wasn't. Yeah, (laughs) because she was was an amateur dancer. So, oh, another one about uh, Tara is that she actually sings the uh, female lyrics in the Time After Time cover during uh, my the amazing coca-cola rooftop dance scene oh my god yeah so the female voice that's singing that cover is is yeah it's fran whoa isn't that great double threat i i know i love fun facts i love them them. and then antonio vargas he's the actor that plays fran's dad um apparently he wore all his own clothing in this movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah none of it was wardrobe it was all his own clothes which i was like dang dude's got style because he got some pretty cool clothes does that include the cropped 
jacket? Uh, no, I don't think it includes the crop jacket. I think it's everything else. No, I think I read somewhere How that legendary. Yeah, right. I I read like, somewhere that that was the sense. most like expensive piece mm-hmm. because it, and it took uh like five or six weeks to make Ugh. that jacket and uh some of the other like some there's like some of the shoes like that like scott and i think that ones that scott wear or something like that they actually had to like import from spain because they had to get like you know spanish spanish style shoes um just have two more quick little ones uh doris day she actually uh had a private screening organized for her for this movie what yeah why I, I, I don't know. I just just wanted a private because it's Doris Day. I don't know if there needs to be a reason. I guess, but that's just so random. Yeah, right? Yeah, so wow. she had a private screening uh, for the movie so she could watch it, which well, I was like, dang. It. Yeah, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> she's like, I hate it. She's like, here's just some random screening I have to go to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She, like, throws her popcorn at the screen. What the hell is this? Um, Walks out. Walks out. It's just her. (laughs) Just throws deuces and leaves. Um, Yeah, and so my last fun fact, which I thought was a fun one, is that this movie is also included in the 1001 movies to watch before you die. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. We just knocked off two. I know. <laughs> well, we probably no. We more, we actually, actually I did look it up and I just you know to see what if our other episodes and Princess Bride was also on the list. So, so three three movies on the wow. one thousand and one list movies. See, we are productive. We're doing the Lord's work, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's exciting. That's incredible. Yeah. That this is on that list. Yeah. I, I remember whenever that I saw really that, happy. I saw that actually fact last whenever I was like writing out my, my, my list. And I was like, this is just, this is, yeah, divine. I don't know. Divine. And, I don't know. <laughs> this is something. This is like a sign right here. Like, this is meant yeah. to be. Yeah. I was very excited. Amazing. So that's why whenever I wrote that down, I actually wrote it down. You know, when you're writing stuff and you get excited and your writing turns to trash, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm like, I'm happy I already knew that off the top of my head because I couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. three out of 1,001. I think we're doing great. So what? There's like 900. I don't know. I don't do math. I need a calculator. Same. That's right. That was literally just. That's like the easiest math ever. And I'm like, I haven't been able to, been able to do that kind of math since like fifth grade. 998. Well. I no, I had, I just used my fingers. So. No, 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 no. I was just <laughs> saying well as in, I don't know if we're going to get to 998. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely won't because it looked at the list, like yeah. the full extent of it, yeah. and it goes back to the very first film ever made. No thanks. Which is the what was it? That moon? That the trip to the moon? Mm, the like moon landing? Two seconds long, and it's yeah. like the thing crashes into the moon face. Nice. It's on Amazon apparently. Hmm. So. Anybody want to get started on those 998? <laughs> That'll be the first Patreon thing that we put up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I am curious. I think I'm going to do, like, personally, I'm going to try and get down that list. Yeah. Also, I'm going to try and incorporate some of those my movies. movies that are on that list. Like, yeah, if they're there, then I'm definitely going to. Yeah. How fun. I mean, I, I, I'm going to I want to finish our like my list of the 10. And then like yeah. I, I want to obviously we're going to I think from now on, we're just going to have to reference it anytime it pops up. But oh, yeah. um, but I was thinking keep score. Yeah, we, we gotta keep keep, score. yeah, we need a tally. It would be kind of cool if we kind of pull off went through it. Yeah, knock off some of the movies. I mean, some of the movies I genuinely have no interest in watching, so they're not going to be on my list. Honestly, the ones that I was looking at that are, like, from, like, the 20s. Yeah. Like, from, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Sweden. I'm like, you know. No, thanks. (laughs) I just, I can't even do, like, silent films. It just kind of gives me anxiety. But, you know. Trying to think. Oh, my God. I just opened it up right now, and... Uh, the first movie that I see on the list, uh, when I'm, it's like halfway, th- or not halfway through the list, it's scrolled down a little bit, but mm-hmm. the first movie that catches my eye is, uh, Citizen Kane. 
<laughs> oh like, my god! Like I, I've unfortunately <laughs> seen that movie. Yeah, and will stand by the fact that it is not good. No, that's what I said. I I will not watch that movie again. And oh, if any no, but it, any patron, and, like if any future no, patron band, pays for it, I'm gonna be like, nah. We do not. <laughs> We do not watch that. I'm not going to pay you to not recommend that movie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I do not want to watch it. Well, it's like, it's annoying because so many film people are like, this is the best film ever created. I'm like, no, it's not. I fell asleep watching it, but unfortunately was still awake and continued to watch it. It's like, it's like four hours long. Like, oh, I watched Gone with the Wind. That movie's long. This one, slow, boring. Oh. Just like Rose, Bud. Rose, Bud. Oh my God. yeah. <laughs> that was I'm like not, that was the that best was a part full of the movie. Like SpongeBob, water. water. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. <laughs> when it when that's it. the intro to this episode. <laughs> when in doubt, peek out. <laughs> oh my god oh, i miss spongebob oh Ooh, all the spongebob references fact, i was talking to a guy on a dating app mm-hmm. and he said he had never seen an episode of spongebob <gasps> and i was like yeah this isn't gonna i'm sorry that's, like, that's not okay i was like you still haven't and he's like yeah at this point it's just kind of a choice like i need to just continue to stick with that idea of like never seeing an episode of spongebob like that's not something to be proud of no he that just means that he's like trying to be cool and he's stubborn so uh, delete delete him immediately i'm stubborn enough (laughs) i like legitimately not even exaggeration or a lie like earlier today i was literally chasing noah around the house yelling chocolate I'm not joking. Chocolate. Chocolate. I I remember chocolate. (laughs) Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. chocolate bunny from easter and he wanted to eat it and i was like what do you want and he's like the chocolate and he was like saying it calmly and i was like what what did he say and then he knew what i was talking about because we watch a lot of spongebob oh with him God. and he was he started laughing and then i was like noah chocolate and he starts running because he knows and so he was like chocolate chocolate and it was so funny <laughs> it would have been more funny if he had never seen it. He's like, he's "Why like, is my mom, mom chasing me around with a chocolate Easter he's bunny like, yelling chocolate. chocolate, mom?" <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Me with my kids. <laughs> like, we haven't gone to that episode yet. Instead of like you're on your deathbed, your last words being rosebud. <laughs> your last word needs to be chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Yes, that is the goal. Your your last word's gonna be chocolate, and my last word's gonna be water. <laughs> and we can die together oh after gosh. we watch the one thousand and one movies. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's not a bad way to go. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just. We can write our own story. Can you make that into a short film? Let's just do that. <laughs> Two old ladies going through the, or two ladies growing up. You know, it's just gonna be. It's gonna take one. It's gonna take our entire life, like sitting in front of the TV watching the one thousand and one movies, and then we're at our old age. We finally finished the last movie, (laughs) and we die hand in hand. (laughs) Chocolate water. (laughs) Done. Done. Fiend. And scene. <laughs> uh, it's like that one movie that they did, right? Uh, Boyhood or whatever. Oh, they yeah. Over like 10 years. Yeah. That'll be this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the worst content. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is quality. There's so many people that are like severely anti SpongeBob that have just sunk. If they are anti SpongeBob, they should not. We don't here. want you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, if you don't if like. If I drop that hinge guy, then <laughs> that's be real here. 
<laughs> no, for real. Yeah. It, if you don't like SpongeBob, <laughs> Arrested Development, or like Parks and Rec, like the exit is that away. <laughs> Look for your nearest door <laughs> and walk through it. Door. Have a nice day. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, cool. Well, um, I guess that's the end of our episode. <laughs> my face hurts from laughing and smiling. Oh so my much. god, my throat hurts like from Aww. Citizen Kane. How dare you do this to me? Oh god, we're not. <laughs> that was the downward spiral, and I refuse to go back. That's okay. Well, uh, the uh, next week is gonna be your pick again, which will be awesome. Yes. You're not obviously you're not going to mention it, but do you have any idea of what you're going to do for next episode? I think I think I'm having a, a genre toss up at this point. Oh, I love it. To be determined, <laughs> I shall say. That's okay. That's uh, okay. But like always, keep an eye on our Instagram accounts, and we will be posting the next episode movies the Friday before the episode come out, so you have time to check it out before the Monday. Yeah, watch it over Monday's your weekend Monday. at Film Interrupted on Insta. So give us a follow uh if you like um cheesy dance movies and spongebob references give us a good rating and review and if you don't we we already said what to do so (laughs) (laughs) god how many references have we made in the past two minutes i we should also make a tally (laughs) oh my god we just need to have like if we ever put these on like youtube and we're just gonna have like a little ding a little tally yeah, with a counter every time <laughs> oh that's a good idea yeah <laughs> a reference counter <laughs> yes oh my gosh everything's a reference um well yeah go ahead and give us a follow rate and review if you like us uh, if you don't like us just uh send us a dm so we know that you're actually listening um <laughs> <laughs> oh my god cool yeah thank you so much for listening and tuning in this week hope you enjoyed this episode and while you're at it check out our patreon page and if you feel like requesting a movie go ahead and uh Click that Patreon button thingy and get that sorted. Yeah, unless it's Citizen Kane. Unless, yeah, if that's the case, don't even look at it. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Get out. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll catch you guys next week and chat soon. Catch up with you later. (laughs) Catch up with you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.